Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. We just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone that's been jumping on here every day and listening. Um, Obviously people listening from the U.S. I forgot to mention that last time, but we do have people in the United States listening. Can you believe it? Um, Canada, the Netherlands, South Africa, Guatemala, Italy, Germany, Turkey, Norway, and Sweden. And I really want to go to Italy. I'm just saying. Um, Today we're going to do this podcast and it is called... It is called 10 People You Shouldn't Marry. First of all, you should only marry one person, but that's not what this podcast is about. Um, (laughs) But number one, the first person you shouldn't marry, and I'm going to just let you guys know my husband's doing this one with me. He's here. You can say hello. I'm here in the flesh. He's he's right next to me. We've had a lot of feedback from people on wanting more podcasts on dating and boundaries and things of this. So this is by popular demand. I'm all for it, too. Ten people you shouldn't marry. Ten people you shouldn't marry. So number one. They're not specific people. Like, we're not going to name names. I mean, I'd love to name names, but that'll be another podcast. So number one, the first person you shouldn't marry is lazy. So, and I, I think my husband has a lot that he could say about this, but yeah, no, go so, ahead. So, yeah, laziness is a disease, and but the good news is it's a disease that can be eradicated with hard work. You can actually train yourself out of the disease of laziness. But really talking to the women here, and then I'm going to flip it on, on the other side, but talking to the women, like a lazy person, you should, I guess if you're dating a lazy, lazy person and you know when I said it, you you understood off the bat, hey, my boyfriend's lazy, realize that it doesn't, things don't get better when you get married. People show their best side when they're when you're dating. So if you're dating someone and you can already tell he's lazy, he's far lazier than he actually looks. And the reality is, is you'll live with somebody who will fight you every time, not literally fight you, hopefully, but fight you every time you ask him to do the chores, every time you ask him to take the trash out, every time you ask him to take the dishes, any bit of what looks like extra effort, ask him to change the diaper, ask him to, laziness is a disease and it makes everything such a mission. Would you do this for me? Can you get me the, 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 can you get me the mustard? Can you grab me some water? If you marry someone lazy, everything's going to seem like it's such an effort, the most simple thing. So identify that and give them a chance to change. And if you don't see them changing, dump them. It's not, you're going to be miserable. You're going to have a husband who's not a go-getter, who's not willing to work extra, who's who's not willing to, to go the extra mile, but simply just because you married the wrong person. On the other side, for women, understand, you know, there are situations in, in families where the woman's not going to work. Like if you're raising children, there's a good chance. That but does it ha- not mean you're lazy. It doesn't mean you're lazy at all, because honestly, being a mother is like, it's a lot. But if you, if you are lazy as a woman, understand that y- y- your husband is going to look to you to be able to pull weight in the relationship. For me, I couldn't have married Krista if she wasn't a diligent person. Why? Because I'm called to go into the ministry and you can't be lazy. If every time we worked, she was like looking forward to the next vacation, you know, month after our vacation, when's our next vacation? If she's working for the weekend every time, man, how miserable, like we're here on earth for a short time to get a job done. Um, That's something that can be worked out through hard work. Uh, 40 hours a week is not hard work. Just a heads up. 
in the Bible says in, in Proverbs 10, 4, slackers will know what it means to be poor while the hard worker becomes wealthy. Um, and then Proverbs 10, 5 says, he who gathers crops in the summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. So being lazy is disgraceful. And, you know, if somebody can't be committed to the things that they already know all along that they should be committed to, you coming along, you're not necessarily going to change that about them if they're kind of already that way. So I would say it's a huge red flag. And I would say you don't want to be married to somebody like that. So number one is lazy. If you're taking notes, lazy. Number two is dishonest. And I think that's the most, one of the most obvious red flags. Um, but some people don't they don't count certain things as dishonesty. Um, you know, like, oh, well, you know, I just casually lie to my boss and tell him that I'm not coming into work today because I'm sick and, you know, but I'm not really sick. You know, the, the casual things that, you know, people, you know, whatever. So if the person is a casual liar, they're still a liar, they're still dishonest, or maybe they're not casual. Maybe they make up intense, wild, crazy stories and every, every single time they talk, you're like, cool story, bro, that what the heck are you talking about? That is not a small problem. That's a huge problem. So number two, dishonest. Do you want to add to that? Yeah, for sure. And, and it's, a, it's a big deal because if someone's dishonest to anybody else, they're going to be dishonest to you. The Bible actually puts, if you read uh, Revelation 21 verse 8, it puts liars in the category of murders, adulterers, and it says they'll have a place in the lake of fire. People who can't get past lying will not go to heaven. And you're, and you're siding with someone who's deceitful. Deceitfulness, Satan is the father of lies. You are showing the character trace of being a child of the devil. This seems harsh by lying. So when you see it, I would run so far because how can you trust anything they do if that's one of the characteristics? So dishonesty, he's got to go. Get rid of that person Huge quickly. Red flag. Don't make excuses for people. This is one of the issues. People get into a dating relationship. There's things they like about somebody. Dating is a time to go in with eyes wide open and realize, man, I'm not going to make excuses. I'm going to let this play out. You actually want to see people in difficult times. You want to see people uh, where they're pressed and their true selves come out. Because if you get into a situation where you marry someone who's a liar, who's lazy, who's any one of these things, you're in for you're in for. Uh, you're in for a tough situation, so um, 100%, move on to the next person. Yes. So number one was lazy, number two, dishonest. Number three, disrespectful to their parents or authority. Probably if they're disrespectful to their parents, they most likely don't see eye to eye with many authority figures. But, um, you know, if someone can't respect their mom and dad, you're going to be the next person that they undermine in disrespect. And if they constantly talk about how annoying their parents are, you will be next. You will be the next person that just irritates the life out of them. So, you know, if, 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 if somebody else is on the chopping block, you're going to be next. You know, love has to start at home. You know, you, if, if this person doesn't know how to love the, the, the people that gave them life, and I understand people have family issues. I understand that. But, you know, if their heart hasn't been changed to the point where they can, they can just at least talk nicely about their parents or have respect for authority figures in their life. Um, you know, that there's something, there's a major root of an issue there. Yeah. You know, authority is so important. And that's why even having a local church is important because God has set it up to, to, to show for us to show him that we're submitted. So sure. Some people have bad parents, 
but a lot of people, if there's an, a genuine attitude uh, towards authority, they come into a church and there's always critiquing the person in charge or whatever, that's an actual issue that shows that someone's not submitted. You know, there's a word that sums up why people don't want to serve God, and it's autonomy. It's I do what I want, right? I'll have it my way. And that's really what people show when they're not submitted to authority is this desire to do it their own way. And that was the fall of Lucifer. It was pride and then him just wanting to, hey, I can do that, right? And so people, when they have no authority above them, they put themselves in a really dangerous position. For, for someone to respect, for speaking to the women here, for a man to respect you, if he's not under authority, it's an issue because then he won't be able to uh, receive correction. You'll ne- you'll, there'll be a genuine issue in the marriage and he won't be able to go to marriage counseling. So seeing where he's submitted to somebody and for women, when they're uh, men, if you're looking for a wife and she's not submitted to authority, you, you're not going to, she's not going to, the Bible talks about how um, women are supposed to submit themselves to the husband. That's not going to happen. So um, number three, disrespectful to parents and authority. Yeah. And, and one more thing on that too, is if you're going to get if in a really serious relationship with somebody, this person needs to come highly recommended to you. And so if this person, if you're like, Hey, who's your pastor? And they're like, Oh, you know, I go to church, you know, over here sometimes. And I go to church over there sometimes. And you know, really, I don't really have like a pastor per se. No, 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 they don't have a spiritual authority then. And so you need to have, you need to realize the person that you're going to be with, they need to have a high regard for spiritual authority. That's, you know, that's going to ensure that your life goes very well. So Um, Number three was disrespectful to their parents slash authority. Number four, and this one's probably one of the most obvious. The most obvious. Yeah, the most obvious. But you still have to say it because there's there's people that may not know. But number four is unsaved. You know, probably if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that you are saved. You're going to heaven. You're sanctified. Hallelujah. But... If you think that you're going to go to Starbucks later today, like 4 p.m., and you're going to roll up on somebody and you're going to meet your future boo thing, it's probably not going to happen because most likely, I mean, it could happen, I guess, but... That should, that should relieve a lot of pressure. You don't have to be worried that at Starbucks you're going to meet somebody. Because even if you did meet someone and they were a Christian, they're not on fire. They're not filled with the Holy Ghost. The likelihood of you meeting them there. I mean, it's like one in a million. I mean, who knows? I'm sorry if that's your story and we're just ruining it for you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, basically the, the point I'm saying is the person, you, you can't be dating somebody that's unsaved, hoping in hopes that when you marry them, that they're going to be gloriously saved. They are not for you simply because they're not equally yoked with you at this moment in your life. You are somewhere spiritually that they are not. And so one of you or the other is going to drag somebody down, you know, or up, but most likely down because that's how gravity works. So if somebody is unsaved, you're, you're putting yourself in, in, in this relationship and you just have to know right now that it is not going to be an easy road for you. Um, and, and I just want to encourage you, God has better for you. Don't think you have to settle for the first person that looks at you sideways. God has better for you. God has somebody for you. You need to make it your prayer that God would preserve you for the right one, that God would keep you away from the wrong ones and preserve you for the right ones. Because if you want to date somebody, you can date somebody. You could probably meet somebody um, online. You could probably meet somebody at the grocery store. You could probably meet somebody anywhere you feel like it, but that does not make them 
necessarily a great candidate for you to marry this person. So number four, unsaved. Addicted, man, a big one. Um, you know, the truth is we're not talking about coffee here. If someone's addicted to coffee, they're still eligible. If they're addicted to bad coffee, you would probably want to dump it's them. disgusting. <laughs> um, but addicted, you know, people deal with things in their life, but I, I believe when people get married, you should marry each other when you're both complete people that can stand on their own. Two people, we're not dealing with two halves of people coming together and uh, making up a complete person. You want people who are individuals, people who are able to stand on their own two feet, stand in their relationship with the Lord, and then they help each other move forward. So if you have somebody or dating somebody or, or looking at someone who has an addiction, whether it's uh, pornography, if it's a substance abuse, whatever it is, that's, that will create an issue um, because there's a lack of self-control. There's a lot of times a spirit of lust attached to it, and there's things. So uh, avoiding that, again, we look at it and, and hope for the best, but I wouldn't cross over onto the day of marriage without seeing a change that, that you can see someone's gained victory in the area. The Lord will grace you to walk free from that. So if someone's walking in victory, I truly believe the victory over sin is the first victory we gain before there's victory uh, over sickness, before there's any other spiritual victory. It's the one that we gain is the victory and the mastery over sin. So choosing... Um, wisely uh, here, but definitely um, avoiding people that um, have addictions. Yeah, the thing about addictions, too, is that that person actually loves the thing that they're addicted to more than they will ever love you. They, you know, whether it's alcohol, pornography, gambling, whatever it is, they they actually love it more than they'll ever love you. And so it's always going to be um, a fight to um you know, for their love, basically, in uh, in you, you don't deserve that. So, uh, if someone's addicted and they or they show signs that you know they are way too into something that's ungodly, something that you know they shouldn't be into, don't don't look at that and think, oh well, you know, once we're married, we'll straighten that out. No, that's something that 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 should cause you to rethink that relationship entirely right from the beginning. So addictions. Um, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to finish this podcast today um, because we have five more things, but um, we are going to wrap this one up. And um, yeah, we have, we have five more things, five more people that you shouldn't marry. So we'll do a part two. We're going to we'll name part names. Two. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, this one, this one, we're naming names. You know, um, our good friend, the evangelist, Yana Pauls, she said something and it was powerful. She said, that there should be a video game for single people where you go on a date and you, um, they start talking and you get points by picking out their red flags. And so the quicker you do it, the, like you, I actually think she said you pull out your gun and shoot them. So the quicker you shoot them, the more points you get. And I think that someone should create that game. I think that it will be great. But if you're addicted to video, I'm kidding. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. I know there's a lot of people who are seeing this because of your Instagram feeds. So if you're, um, uh, take a quick snapshot and tag us, that would be awesome. I love you guys. We love you. Bye.